0: What's happening, everybody? On today's show, some spring game dates are getting announced. We'll tell you when Mizzou, Ole Miss, and Arkansas will commence their spring practices with their spring games. Also, a ton of SEC talent was invited to the NFL Combine. We'll highlight a few of the big names. The Georgia Bulldogs with the highest recruiting budget in the country – We'll catch you up to date on that and our conversation with Ole Miss offensive lineman Nick Broker as he prepares to head to the next level. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at lockedonsec.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. And we have a little spring game madness as we're starting to figure out some more dates for official spring games. We'll start with Missouri. They have officially announced their date for their spring game. Mizzou doing things a little bit different. They will hold their annual spring game on March 18th. That's just in a couple weeks. Kickoff will be held at 11 a.m. So March 18th, if you're a Mizzou fan, go ahead and circle your calendar. This is the second straight year where Mizzou doing things much earlier, playing their spring game in mid-March where everybody else does April. Missouri fans will get their first look at this team and of course, uh, injury to their quarterback. We're gonna get to see some of the other guys in there with former Miami quarterback, Jake Garcia, coming in through the transfer portal, competing for that starting job. He'll get an opportunity to showcase his talents, and then a few other Mizzou uh, players making their debut in Oklahoma transferred receiver Theo Weiss and Northwestern transferred defensive lineman Austin Firestone. So some things to keep an eye on there. We'll see if you like Drinkwitz can build off of uh, last season, back up some more wins, but they're doing it much earlier than all their other SEC brethren. And Mizzou looking to uh, reach bowl eligibility in back-to-back seasons under Eli Drinkwitz. They have not made a bowl game in three straight seasons since they came over to the SEC. Meanwhile, the Grove Bowl date at Ole Miss has been announced. The intra-squad scrimmage between Team Red and Team Blue will take place April 15th at 2 p.m. Central at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Spring practice starts up for the Rebs on March 21st. And there'll be a lot of attention with the Rebs as they have a quarterback battle on their hands with Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders coming in, Walker Howard coming in from LSU, and Ole Miss has added a lot of big names through the transfer portal in addition to Spencer Sanders. So we'll start to see a little bit of their new talent, how they mesh and settle in as the Rebels look to bounce back from kind of a, uh, a rough end to the 2022 season that commenced with their loss to Texas Tech in the Texas Bowl. So Lane Kiffin and company are going to try to bounce back, see which quarterback has the upper hand coming out of spring ball. So April 15th for Ole Miss's spring game. Arkansas, they announced their spring football game will begin on Saturday, April 15th at noon Central at Reynolds Razorback Stadium. So same day as Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Arkansas both on April 15th. The Razorbacks they got a lot going on on campus that day they're scheduled to play a home baseball game against tennessee and a home softball game against uab that day so we'll see what time arkansas or uh you know what what happens on campus there in arkansas with their game at noon central we'll see what time those baseball and softball games are but it'll be a very active day for razorback fans on campus that day and of course some other games that have already been announced. Auburn already set their 8 day game. That'll be on April 8th. Uh, Florida, theirs will be on a Thursday, April 13th. They like doing theirs a little bit differently. So the Orange and Blue game, Thursday, April 13th. Uh, Texas A&M, they announced theirs will be Saturday, April 15th. That'll be at 3 p.m. Central. So they're the same day as Ole Miss and Arkansas. Alabama will be a week later. The Crimson Tide will have their A-Day game on April 22nd. So uh, there is that one. And then Kentucky, they announced they will not have a spring game this year due to the turf being replaced at Kroger Field. Their uh, spring practices will start up on March 6th. So there you have it. Those are the latest spring game dates around the SEC. Mark your calendars. And of course, a lot of those will be televised either on SEC Network or SEC Network Plus streaming. So get ready for that. In other news, Alabama insider Chase Goodbread of Ale.com. He has been focused on the Alabama coordinator uh, hires with Kevin Steele and Tommy Reese. And he was on Paul Feinbaum this week, and he said he believes that former Alabama DC Jeremy Pruitt is going to end up back at Alabama. Pruitt is facing NCAA sanctions from his time at Tennessee. So obviously not a great time to hire him back. Probably why Nick Saban settled for Kevin Steele is kind of a short-term fix. And uh, we'll see. Once the dust settles on Kevin Steele, not just Chase Goodbread, but a lot of folks expecting that Alabama will bring back Jeremy Pruitt as their D.C., who was outstanding as their defensive coordinator a handful of years ago. So uh, Kevin Steele for now. But keep that in your back pocket. Sounds like Jeremy Pruitt may end up being the Alabama D.C. down the road once the heat settles off of him from all the stuff that happened at Tennessee. And the NFL Combine going to take place February 28th through March 6th up in Indianapolis. And on Wednesday, the NFL announced a list of over 300 Combine invitees. 81 players from the SEC made the cut 37 offensive players, 41 defensive players, and three specialists making the invite list to the NFL Combine from the SEC. Just some names uh, to highlight. Quarterbacks, of course, big. Stetson Bennett from Georgia, along with Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and Hendon Hooker, all from the SEC. Bryce Young expected to go top five. Will Levis in some mock drafts going top five. Anthony Richardson expected to be a first-round pick. Hendon Hooker. Kind of projected either back into the first or early second. And Stetson Bennett was mocked somewhere in the middle rounds, but that was prior to his arrest. We'll see what happens there. Running backs highlighted by Zach Evans from Ole Miss, Tank Bigsby from Auburn, Devon Shade from Texas A&M, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. I've seen some mock drafts slated as a late second. That was a little surprising. Kenny McIntosh and Chris Rodriguez, who both impressed at the Senior Bowl. They will both be at the Combine. And then wide receivers, both the big Tennessee guys, Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, they have been invited along with Kayshawn Booty from LSU, Malik Heath from Ole Miss, Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, Justin Shorter from Florida, among others. So best of luck to those guys. We'll see what they look like in a couple weeks at the Combine. Run some fast 40 times and they will certainly improve their draft stock and Just like we always do, the SEC expected to have a ton of players going in the NFL draft, particularly the first round. Happens every year. We'll see how many SEC guys go in the first round this year. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll continue to go around the conference and we'll talk about Georgia being the A high-spending team when it comes to recruiting in the country. It's paying off. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, this episode is presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. And we are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. That is FanDuel. If you are new to FanDuel, they have so many great features that make betting on sports so fun and easy. You got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Go ahead and download the FanDuel app so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with their no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, who will score the first touchdown, the coin toss, all that's up there for you. And the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly, so, go join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on. Claim your no sweat first bet at Super Bowl 57. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. Not, uh, you know, available in all states. So, depending on what state you're in, go check them out at fanduel.com slash locked on. Sign up today and make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. here, Locked On SEC, and uh, we were going around the conference before the break and hitting on a bunch of the big topics going on around the conference, so let's go ahead and jump back into it as we dive back in. Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs leading the country in spending on recruiting, and that has uh, been a recurring theme with the Georgia Bulldogs under Kirby Smart as they have gone back-to-back. National championship winners. The Bulldogs spent just over four and a half million dollars on their football recruiting budget during the last fiscal year. That's according to an NCAA financial report at the athletic department released on Wednesday to the Athens Banner-Herald. SEC also put several teams near the top. Texas A&M was number two, just a shade under three million dollars in their expenditure. At Tennessee, number three, at two point nine two million. A uh, future SEC member, Texas, they come in at 2.4 million, and Alabama at 2.3 million. Those numbers were uh, put together by USA Today in partnership with the Knight Newhouse Data Project at Syracuse. In uh, each of the last four non-COVID recruiting cycles, Georgia spent the most money on football recruiting among all public schools. Previous largest gap between the Bulldogs and the number two spending school was over a million dollars between Georgia and Alabama in 2019. So look, it's paying off for Georgia. It's paying off for Alabama. Some memo out there. If you're a school that is lacking in recruiting, put some more money behind it. Put some more resources and uh, you'll certainly see some improvement there. But that's why Georgia went, just went back to back. They recruited very well. And then they developed that talent. Kirby Smart & Company doing a fantastic job. In other news, over at Tennessee, Alec Ablin was recently promoted to Tennessee's new tight ends coach. He spoke with the media on Wednesday and talked about his transition to the role and expectations for his players. He said it was easy to go to UCF with Josh Heupel after spending a year at Missouri. And uh, this promotion now at Tennessee, he said, means the world to him. He said wide receivers coach Kelsey Pope Walson went from analyst to position coach. He's been a tremendous person to lean on. And Ablin said he's very excited to hit the road. Recruiting said he wants tight ends who can block and catch since Tennessee doesn't substitute many players during a drive. He said you've got to be able to do both. And he also talked about uh, newcomer McAllen Castles and Jacob Warren, who's coming back. Both of those guys are good at doing both. Uh, Ablin said that uh, Warren will be more of a contributor when it comes to uh, prep with all the experience that he brings to the table this year. Over at Alabama, Derek Derek Dooley, currently an analyst on the Alabama staff working under Nick Saban. Uh, and he's been working for Saban for a long time throughout his career. Back in the early 2000s, he was on Saban's staff at LSU. Also served, like we said, as an offensive analyst on the Alabama staff this past year. Uh, Earlier this week, Dooley was accepting an award on behalf of his late father, Vince Dooley, and was asked about what Nick Saban has meant to his career. AL.com put out the quote, said, "Uh, I sort of owe just about everything to Coach Saban as far as my career because he really taught me what it meant to be a football coach. I was with him for seven years at a very impressionable time, so it was great for me. He said it was uh, really refreshing to me to get back to my roots and remind me what it takes to win and build a team, and that hasn't changed. You're always looking for new ways to do things. Certainly there are things in football you need to adapt and adjust to. Uh, There's not much difference from Alabama today as it was at LSU 20 years ago. So we'll see uh, how long Derek Dooley remains at Tuscaloosa. A lot of those guys, when they go there as an analyst, they don't last very long there. By the way, shout-out to Vanderbilt Hoops. First win over Tennessee since February of 2017 last night. Snapped an 11-game losing streak, hit a three at the buzzer to beat the Tennessee Volunteers in Nashville. Congrats to the Vanderbilt Commodores. Big, big win for them. Over at Auburn, Hugh Freeze and his staff continuing to kill it on the recruiting trail and in the transfer portal, and they continue to get ready for spring ball. One note, a, a former Auburn Senior offensive analyst Jeff McDaniels. He has reportedly been named the wide receivers coach at Eastern Washington. He was promoted to running backs coach following the firing of Brian Harson this past season and the promotion of Cadillac Williams to interim head coach. Uh, McDaniels has ties to Harson from his time at Boise State prior to coming over to Auburn. He was tier letterman for Davidson back in the day. And uh, now he'll be heading to Eastern Washington. So best of luck to Jeff. McDaniels. They haven't done this. the latest news going on around the conference. Coming up next, our conversation with Nick Broker. Ole Miss offensive lineman caught up with him just a couple days ago at the Senior Bowl. That's coming your way next. Rolling along here, Locked On SEC, and uh, brought you guys a bunch of our interviews back from uh, Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl week, and we caught up with Zach Pickens from South Carolina. We talked with Ollie Gay from LSU. We had talked with Hendon Hooker from um, Tennessee. Cam, Cam Latou from Alabama, among others. And one of the interviews we did not get to bring you guys yet, Nick Broker, Ole Miss offensive lineman. We were able to catch up with him uh, at the Senior Bowl, talk about his preparation, taking his game to the next level. So, real quick, wanted to send you guys our uh, interview with Nick Broker, Ole Miss offensive lineman all right sitting down now with uh, Ole Miss offensive lineman Nick Broker and uh yeah I talked to you back during the summer and you were you were excited ready for a big year and uh it looks like you had a big year talk about the season you had at Ole Miss
1: yeah I mean it was a fun season for sure um started out real hot and kind of cooled down towards the end as a team which was pretty unfortunate but uh you know it was a great time getting out on the field with everybody again having a fun senior season
0: had to be fun to block for those running backs uh judkins a year ago just this little unknown kind of three-star running back what did you see it from him over the summer like hey there's something special here
1: yeah definitely he enrolled early so all through spring ball you could kind of tell he was going to be a guy that could really carry the rock for us and obviously had a great season and uh, i was just really proud of him what uh you know the
0: offensive line was just such a strength all year long um talk a little bit about the chemistry that you guys had because it it really showed through in in both run blocking and pass protecting
1: yeah definitely i thought that was like kind of the coolest part um having such a good unit um the three interior guys me eli or excuse me me buckshot and Jerem, we're all the same class so kind of had a really good bond there and had two younger tackles but me and Jerem both playing tackles you know we knew those guys really well from the years before and um, we were kind of able to help those two. and I thought both of the tackles played really well as well.
0: Obviously like you said the back stretch of the season was, was a little bit difficult. What do you remember uh, from the Egg Bowl because man it's it started to get a little uh, it, you could tell both teams don't like each other put it li- lightly I guess.
1: Yeah definitely it's a very heated rivalry to say the least I mean it's definitely two uh, programs you know within the state that are very different very against each other uh growing up I feel like you're either Ole Miss or State so um, uh it's it's a really neat experience to play a part of between just like, such a cool rivalry so much history.
0: Do you like uh we talk about Lane Kiffin man he is a uh he's a gambler he'll go for it on fourth downs a lot <laughs> and a lot of times it works out sometimes it doesn't it, as players do you like kind of that confidence he has in you guys hey fourth and short let's go get this?
1: Yeah, definitely offensively, you know, him trusting us that we can get it means a lot to us. And I think even for the defensive guys, um, if they feel like, you know, if the offense doesn't get it, that they can go out there and stop the team, the other team. I feel like that's kind of like their, van- their uh, view on it as well. Talk
0: with Ole Miss offensive lineman Nick Broker. Uh, talk a little bit about what this week has been like. I mean, everybody says like just craziness, like you're being pulled through the ringer on the football field and uh, with all the interviews and everything. But what's this week been like for you so far?
1: Yeah, it has been pretty busy. Um, it's been really cool, though. It's been really fun to, you know, meet with the teams and uh, just get to know some of the other guys that you don't really know, but, like, you're, you're in the same conference and you play against them and see them, and uh, it's, like, fun to talk to them about, like, oh, like, how, you, what did you think of this game, like, blah, blah, blah. So that, that's been really cool.
0: Is there anything to, I mean, you talk about the familiarity of the SEC, but, like, yeah, you've got Brian, uh, Byron Young and all these guys, like, guys you went up against during the season. Does that help at all,
1: being out here? Definitely. I feel like there is kind of like a, you know, you've already kind of scouted a lot of the guys that are here. Like you said, I mean, DJ Dale's here. Both the Byron Youngs are here. Um, Cam Young's here from State. I have a teammate here, Tavius Robinson from Ole Miss on the D-line. Uh, Derek Hall. Uh, McGuire from Mizzou. Um, I'm sure there's more I'm even forgetting about, too. I mean, there's just so many SEC D-linemen here that uh, it kind of makes it a little better going through the scouting process before you have to even get here. What's the biggest thing you're hearing uh, on what you need to work on specifically with your game? I'd say just not leaning so much and staying balanced, like, on my feet. Kind of like the main thing. Nick Broker, thanks for the time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
0: That, again, our conversation with Nick Broker. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Make sure to check out our brand-new podcast, the Locked on College Basketball Pod. Everything you need to know about college basketball all in one place, plus hear from some big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow as we bring you all the latest news from around the South, Southeastern Conference. I'm Chris Gordy. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.